When did most of your social media growth happen? I have never found a quick fix solution to social media growth. Back when I used to keep an eagle eye on my website stats, I would notice a traffic spike on days when I was interviewed on the radio or had an article in a newspaper. Unfortunately, I also saw that visitors would immediately drop off again afterwards and had zero impact on the quantity of books I sold or my regular number of readers. I learned to spend less time chasing quick bursts of publicity and dedicate more time to slowly building a solid audience from the bottom up. Today's news is tomorrow's fish and chip wrapping. It's been a similar tale with social media. On the rare occasions when a big name or publication mentions me, my numbers briefly jump up but quickly return to normal. I once gave a few talks for Pinterest, a popular platform that's brilliant for particular niches of creator, but not my core demographic. Because of the events and the publicity from them, I ended up with 140,000 Pinterest followers. But it's not an active and engaged 140,000 people and has not led to an increase in speaking assignments or book sales. This highlights a giant difference between increasing your tally of followers versus increasing engaged followers. I know of several working adventurers who have bought tens of thousands of social media followers very cheaply. I would like to say that it is a pointless, vain thing to do, except that when brands look to work with influencers, they are obsessively drawn to the number of followers you have, regardless of whether they are true fans or the product of a far-off click farm run like a massive call centre. I haven't been immune to the lure of numbers. Whilst I've never bought followers, I did go through a phase of boosting key Facebook posts using paid adverts in cheap regions of the world. I don't honestly think many Bangladeshi Facebook readers were very interested in my camping advice. Still, their numerous eyeballs made me look more popular than I was, which did make me momentarily happier in a pathetic sort of way and made me more appealing to clients. Another way to look at audience size is that there are only X people in the world who are going to be interested in what I do. There's no point in envying a footballer or a mainstream famous adventurer because they're operating on different levels. All I can do is work hard to reach the audience who are going to be interested in what I do and be content with that number. Overall, my social media growth has been gradual but steady. Growth comes from consistently putting out regular, helpful content, engaging with the audience and connecting with relevant, related online communities to gain new, interested followers. Over time, the benefits of compounding kick in bit by bit as more people tell more people about you or link to you in their social media posts. As usual, there is no instant solution. If something looks too good to be true, it probably is. There really is no long-term alternative for growing a social media audience other than plugging away, putting out the best stuff you're capable of doing and gently asking folks to follow along if they're interested. And by the way, you can follow me on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn and, of course, Pinterest. Quick question. The most welcoming people are from... Name three places for us. Syria, Sudan, Siberia.